0: And I am back with a brand new episode. On this episode, I'll be talking to Maddie James. She's just so amazing. So let's go ahead and get started. Hi, Maddie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. How's your day been so far?
1: Oh, great. Really productive. Um, You know, Mondays can be hit or miss, but it's been a hit so Mm -hmm. far. I had a really productive team meeting, so kind of on cloud nine from that. Uh, How are you? I'm
0: doing good. I'm doing good. Now, do you like to be called just Maddie or Maddie James?
1: Oh, Maddie for sure. Yeah, Maddie. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, just wanted to make sure, but I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to speak with me. I so, so appreciate it. For sure. I um I have a bunch of questions that I want to ask you. I want to go ahead and get started. Well, you're such an amazing mom and entrepreneur. Like what made you want to be like this amazing mompreneur? And like what's your day like for you? And how do you find balance? Tell me about it all.
1: Um, I think it was. I think I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. It's something that I watched my mom do at a young age. She did the the Mary mm-hmm. Kay thing, and she was really successful at it. But I think the age I was, which was like around seven, eight, that was such an impressionable age. And she did that for Mm -hmm. about five years. So I watched her do that successfully during these really formidable years of my life. And so I was really excited to do that, you know, and I didn't even realize it. But in hindsight, I'm like, she essentially gave me permission to do that. You know, I think your mom is like the first female, like role model in your life, or or at least mine was anyway. And she really just was so great at it. And she really did balance it all, you know, like, she was yeah. there at all of my recitals, and she cooked dinner every night, and you know, was on family vacations. And so I, I didn't know any other thing but that, right? It mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, I'm gonna absolutely do it all. And I've always been one of those people who I do truly believe that I can have it all, you know. I do think that the Mm -hmm. price sometimes is early mornings and late nights and, you know, it is hard, but, like, not being the person you've always wanted to be is hard, so it's just kind of like pick your heart, you know, and so I've I've just kind of chosen it, and I think balance looks a little different every day. You know, I think balance is this unicorn that we have to figure out, you know, it looks different each and every day, you know, today I Mm -hmm. think it looks like. Uh, you know, maybe having a a team meeting at my house and, uh, you know, kind of doing some some work after after WeChat and then going to pick up the girls and and cooking dinner Mm -hmm. tonight, you know. But tomorrow that could look like, hey, I need you to take the kids to school, honey. I need to actually exit, Uh, you know, I need to execute X, Y, and Z, and I won't be back home until dinner tonight. So if you could order dinner or make dinner, that'll be greatly appreciated. And so... It just looks a little bit different, you know. Some days mm-hmm. I'm an amazing mom and just like a super wife, and I'm really bad mm-hmm. at the entrepreneur thing. Um, or sometimes I'm an amazing entrepreneur. I really hold it down as a mom, but I kind of drop the ball as a wife. I think realistically we have to let ourselves know that we're human. If if we put uh, all of our energy into one or two things, something will suffer. Not because we don't think it's important, but because you really only have have a certain amount of bandwidth in a day and I think once I started being honest with myself about that it was a lot easier to kind of navigate you know so Mm -hmm. I just take it one day at a time that's really all you can do Mm -hmm. and
0: do you think that like anyone can be an entrepreneur or do you think that you know it's something that um, it's in your genes and that's like you know from when you're like when you're young or in your family do you think that like anyone can be or learn how to be an entrepreneur?
1: I do think that I do think it takes a certain type of person, Um, because it's just really not for everybody. I do think we're in this age where we're in this age where everybody. I think it's very accessible to be an entrepreneur right now. You have the internet, you know, and you can you can, you know, hire somebody virtually for, you know, nine dollars an hour to tackle your emails and then you can, you know, start a, a drop shipping t shirt company or whatever have you, or Instagram boutique or whatever the case may be Um, and there are people who have done these things very successfully very just like intelligent brilliant people but I don't think that it's for everybody and also we can't all be entrepreneurs because then who's going to be helping these entrepreneurs like support these companies right we need support we need Mm -hmm. people who know how to kill it at admin work we need people who know how to kill it at you know creative support you know whether it's videography or you know photo production and staging and different things things like that. Um, And so I do like that there is this entrepreneurial spirit that's going on right now. But I think Mm -hmm. when it comes to like actually starting companies that are sustaining and make the world a better place. Yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. I think that entrepreneurs their our brains just work differently we're we're definitely creative to an extent um but the way we think is that we can fill a void right like there's a void there's a problem that needs to be solved and i can help people do this and if you don't naturally think like that it's going to be hard i don't think it's impossible but in very rare instances that if you don't think like that that you can be a successful entrepreneur
0: mhm
1: mhm <clears throat> And
0: also, like, have you always had, like, an eye for creating content? And, like, also, what was the process like for creating MaddieJames.com? I love how it has, like, put on style and then beauty and then has your blog on there and so much more. Like, what was the process like? Have you always had this, you know, this um, vision of, like, creating content?
1: Well, I feel like I – have always been creative I you know I wrote my first book when I was in second grade and I've always been into journalism you know my my goal when I went to uh, college was to you know, get into broadcast journalism or become an editor for a magazine. So Mm -hmm. the the whole aspect of journalism really fascinated me. I love the creativity behind it, you know, uh, building and creating a story and reporting it. And and so I don't think it's by accident that I'm an influencer and a content creator. Uh, But I think for me the process with creating Maddie James was figuring out how to build a site and create something where I could tell my everyday story Uh, Mm of content, right? Because that's what I Mm -hmm. look at myself as an influencer. I'm a storyteller first and foremost. And, you know, I I don't really deem myself an expert, quote, unquote, but if I'm an Mm -hmm. expert on anything, it's my story because I live it every single Mm -hmm. day. And so that's my goal. I try to create content that tells my story in a clear and effective, effective and mm-hmm. exciting way. And, and that's really why we wanted to build the site the way it is. I am a mom, and I think that's really important for me to tell that story. I'm also a wife, and I really enjoy that aspect of my life. Um, but I yeah. really love the fact that I've been able to create a career, essentially being myself, and I, I love to share, you know, any influencer tips that, I, that people deem helpful and that I, I think could be helpful to them as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm a girl's girl. I like dressing cute I love lipstick I mm-hmm. like to hair. so I think just kind of figuring out a way to tell that story in a balanced and interesting way was how I approached creating my site
0: mm-hmm. speaking of tips what are a few tips that you know you recommend for to keep your
1: name or your brand out there and keeping it going keeping it alive well definitely being consistent you know and I, I I think the issue is is that, you know, a lot of us overthink consistency. We we will over plan and overthink a situation and consistency is really just commitment, right? And it's hard Mm -hmm. to be committed to something you're not clear on. So I, I think, yeah, you just got to be really, really focused on like a certain goal, you know, really almost to the point of obsession, right? So if that's mm-hmm. you getting 100,000 followers, because you want to get into a place where you can work with brands full time and, you know, make an X amount of money, then that's fine. But you just mm-hmm. have to be explicitly honest with yourself. I think that's super important. But being consistent is the fastest way to do do that for sure. And, you know, consistency is just committing to putting out great content on a regular basis, on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and in, in in this day and age now, you know, especially like with Instagram and, and YouTube, I, especially with Instagram, you definitely have to do it on a daily basis. You can't do it once a week or when you feel like it, right. and that's usually how a lot of people operate, right? Oh, well, I don't mm-hmm. feel like it, or I didn't, you know, and, and I think the other thing is, is that people are inconsistent because they lack process you know, putting up a blog post is not just taking a picture, writing a few words, and putting it up. You have to format the words. You have to edit the picture. You have to, you know, schedule the post. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think once you once you establish a process and commit to that process, I think uh, you're a lot more consistent, and that's a great way to stay relevant and to stay visible on a regular basis.
0: Mhm. And speaking of Instagram and growing your following, I love how you also have master classes, and then one of them is actually uh, InstaFluence about you know how to increase your followers and things of that sort. And you, know, you have several classes on here, of course, on your website. Um, can you tell us about it, and also what can people
1: expect from it? Yeah, so I started teaching master classes, which used to be these like live, um, I guess kind of like two-hour online courses. And it was just a way where I would share the information that people would ask me about. How do you grow your audience? How do you grow your following on Instagram? And um, it worked out really great and and really kind of transitioned into just creating full-on online courses where there was modules. And these courses Mm -hmm. aren't live, I just think, because for the amount of information, you digest it a lot better in, like, a really pretty packaged online course kind of uh, presentation. And InstaFluence was something I created because I had gotten to a place and am in in a place where I consistently monetize my Instagram. uh, And I wanted to show people that you don't have to have a million followers. You don't even have to have 100,000 followers. But if you just are Mm -hmm. consistent and you go in with a strategy, you can monetize your influence and uh and work with brands and really grow your following on a consistent basis and so it's it's very cut and dry kind of just how I you know having this conversation with you I I kind of just like you know organize the content in a way where you can understand let's like tackle Instagram stories okay this is what your feed should look like if you're trying to do this and the three different types of feeds that are on Instagram and I, I think it's in this really digestible way it's not a seven hour course I think you can crank it out in about two and a half and you get mm-hmm. the point you know it's straight to the point point. Um, and again it's it's not rocket science it, it is Instagram but if you are really considering mm-hmm. becoming an influencer and, and monetizing your Instagram following then that's definitely the course for you because I know that so many people ask me questions on it so I, I decided to build a course around it
0: that's amazing That's really amazing. And also throughout your journey of building your brand and throughout your career, what has been like the greatest challenge that you have overcome?
1: Gosh, I think just like balancing my family life and my work life. And um, I I think what happens is, you know, especially if you're fortunate enough to be successful online, there can be like a wave of momentum um, that happens. And during my wave of momentum, I – I really did miss the mark in a lot of places with my family life, specifically my marriage. And at the end of 2016, I ended up being separated from my husband for about, it was like a little under three months. But I think that was really tough because it's so weird to be, In like this public position, right? I I definitely don't deem myself a celebrity by any means, but it is very weird to be this like public known figure, you know. Where sometimes you can go to the grocery store or the movies, and somebody can be like, "Oh my gosh, Maddie, I follow you on Instagram or I follow your blog," you know. That's kind of like this weird position, especially when like the growth happens really fast. You know, from 2015 to 2016, you know, I went from having like 9,000 followers on Instagram to like Mm -hmm. almost 35,000. So the growth On Instagram that year was just it just happened really fast and you know just kind of having to pace yourself but what happened was I was so invested in making sure I was successful and uh, you know getting brand campaigns and selling my courses and stuff like that that I was neglecting um, my my marriage and that Mm -hmm. was really tough because then I had to face some really uh, you know not so pretty truths about myself and and how I Really, essentially, turned my back on my marriage, right? And 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 then mm-hmm. ha- having to dig deep and repairing that because I I think uh, the separation is it, it was hard, but I think it's the putting it back together that was really intense, right? Because. Mm-hmm. even though it is a marriage with two people I had to do a lot of individual work and so did my husband on like why I had like that the marriage even got to that place and that was really really tough and and then I had to kind of pretty much redefine what my you know, work-life balance or what I like to call life work because my life is always going to be more important than my work Um, and really kind of deem like what that means. And so it's like, yes, you absolutely can be super successful and make insanely good money uh, being an Mm -hmm. influencer and stuff like that. And your personal life doesn't have to suffer, you know what I mean? But you just Mm -hmm. have to be really clear on the, the prioritization of that. Absolutely, and I also want to
0: ask you as well, because I like hearing different, different people and their opinions, and everyone has their different views on this, um, but do you think that mentorships or internships are needed in, in order to have a successful brand or business, in your opinion? <laughs> I,
1: I definitely think it helped me. Um, you know, I interned like four different times before. I ended up getting the the nine to five that the, which was the last job I had before I uh, started uh, blogging and uh, or not before but while I was blogging but yeah I, I I think internships are so huge it's really really it's really hard to be a good boss if you don't know how to be a mm-hmm. good employee. And I think that's mm-hmm. what internships and um, and even mentorships, you know, because mentorships are very give and take. I think that, you know, the, the, uh, there's a misconception that, like, you need to find a mentor and they, could, they just tell you what to do and you go do it. And it, it's still a relationship, so there does have to still be a balance. And, again, I've been really fortunate, uh, you know, I've, I've had the – the, the blessing and the honor of having Stacy Ferguson, who started uh, Blogalicious, you know, mentor me for a couple of years. And she has just been such a blessing, especially as a mom and a wife. And just seeing her navigate this business into a seven-figure business has just been phenomenal. Um, but you don't get to be under somebody like Stacey if you're not willing to be balanced and, and add value to, to her as well. Mm-hmm. So I personally think it definitely, definitely was instrumental in making me uh, who I am today. Um, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to say it's absolutely necessary, but it's incredibly helpful, and most people do. Most people do mm-hmm. need it. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, um, what advice can you give to those out there who are wanting to follow in your footsteps and uh, have a brand and have the same career
1: as you? you know i think it's just like defining what success means for you because it it won't look like mine right and it won't look right. like it really won't look like anybody else's and i think really understanding your value i think it's i think mm-hmm. it's cool to get inspiration from different people here and there but understanding that no matter what I say, no matter how, how good it sounds, no matter how many online courses you take, no matter how many conferences you go to, well, number one, nothing is going to replace the work. And that, trust me, when you do put in that work, you, you will want your results to look like yours. You won't even want it to mm-hmm. look like mine because of the amount of work you put mm-hmm. in. And so, yeah, I think it's just about keep going. Don't give up. Uh, do your research. Build great relationships. You know, work both ways hard and smart because you need both and, Mm -hmm. um, and just, and just keep going, you know what I mean? Find some like-minded individuals that you can bounce ideas off of and stuff like that and, and build great relationships. I think both with like other influencers and other bloggers, if that's what you want to do, but make sure you're maintaining really healthy relationships with the brands you work with as well, because you just never, you just never know where people are going to be. I have, you know, I, I have a pretty big partnership, coming up in this year with a brand um, who actually just recently switched agencies and the person who is overseeing this, uh, brand campaign is actually somebody I worked with almost a year and a half ago who has spoken very Mm -hmm. highly of me because of, you know, how I navigated the other partnership. So you just never know where people are going to end up and Mm -hmm. never really, you know, like that, like a year and a half ago, that was a four-figure partnership and now this is a five-figure partnership. So you just never know where people are going to end up and how that could work to your advantage or disadvantage because of how you treated people, because of how you conducted yourself. And so that goes a long way. Like it's just always the right time to do the right thing. And so just Mm -hmm. I think that, right, just, you know, work hard, work smart, do the right thing.
0: Absolutely. And then also there are people out there who are discouraged by the word no, which we will come across at some point in our lives if we haven't already. But what advice can you give to those out there who are scared of the word no while trying to chase their dreams?
1: I think we just have to be realistic and know that that's just part of it, right? And just like your self-talk is so important because thoughts become things. So if you take that no and you allow it to sow a seed that grows this bitter fruit within you, then that's what's going to happen. That's going to become your reality. But if you choose to take that no and release it to keep on moving forward, I think that's the best thing you can do. It's really about that self-talk. It's really about that affirmation. It's really about that self-confidence because If you're not careful, you can let no sow a seed of lack, like where you start to lack in your self-confidence, and that's definitely the worst thing you want to do. The best thing you can do is stay confident, stay focused, move forward, figure out how you can get better. And I think if you Mm -hmm. really are trying to be uh, proactive, go out on a limb and ask that person why they told you no. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised like that. People are, one, willing to give you the feedback, and then number two, whatever they tell you, you take that feedback and you make it better
0: hmm I like that. I like that. And also I want to ask you as well, I can't help but to notice your sense of fashion. It's always so cute. Do you think that you'll ever come up with like a clothing line one day, whether it's um for adults or even children? Like have you ever thought about that or are you interested in doing that someday?
1: <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. That's so sweet of you to say. I. It's something that I have considered. I think there's um a couple of other things that I I. I feel that I would be more successful at first and foremost. But I think down Mm the line, it definitely could happen. You know, I have two girls and um, I I always have so much fun dressing them and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always a good time. So you you really never know. It's definitely something that we have considered, but I think there's some some products that we're going to be coming out with in the next, you know, 12 to, to 18 months that is not clothing but I think it is going to serve my audience because I I, I think that's what's important too you know like how yes. can I best serve mm-hmm. my audience and so right now I don't know if a clothing line is that I think there's some other things that I'm going to get out of the way first
0: well that's amazing I'll be looking out for that and also last but not least like what are your personal goals
1: for the remaining of the year if you have any or just goals in general well, for the remainder of the year, I definitely just want to be more present. You know, it's the the holidays. Yeah. It's my it's my second daughter's first Christmas. Um, and so it's our first Christmas as a family of four. So, really being present is so important to me and, and realizing that, you know, my kids are never going to be this small again. You know, next year they'll be a year mm-hmm. older and in the blink of an eye they'll, they'll be adults, you know. Um, and so, just being really present um, and, and really being intentional about setting time aside to spend one on one time with my husband. I think we, we really, really are intentional about being great, involved, hands on parents. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think just being able to be ourselves and enjoy, you know, hanging out, whether it's going to the movies without having to, you know, tie somebody's shoe or wipe somebody's nose is, is important. Um, and then just get really, really clear on how I want to navigate the rest of the new year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think clarity mm-hmm. is really important. And... I think, you know, my daily affirmations have been so vital to me, both in my personal and professional life and mm-hmm. uh and just really serving, you know, really having a heart of a servant and really uh you know, really kind of changing my perspective instead of I have to to I get to. Like I get mm-hmm. to serve my, my husband and my daughters, you know. Um, what like what an honor it is to be able to like you know, live a life with them and, and build a life with them. You know, I get yeah. to uh, lead my team of three, you know, what a what an honor it is. So I think really kind of shifting that perspective and taking that same language with me into the new year is what I'm looking forward to.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I just want to say you have a beautiful family, and thank you so much for taking the time, time out to talk to me. Like, I think you're amazing, and I really, really appreciate it so much.
1: Thank you. I really, really You're appreciate so it, Fashanta. That this was so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, lady. Have a great rest of the week.
0: You too.
1: And for those who
0: have tuned in, thank you guys so much. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Maddie James. She is just so amazing. And you guys don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss Pashanta.